This is a story about a girl named Molly Goes around off the trolley Drinks cider and a dolly She can't get over you There's nothing that she will do Now she's off sipping glue Hey everybody, it's Cyanide, your friendly neighborhood Canadian. <laughs> I kind of really love that tagline. Um, another podcast from Little Geek Gloss coming at you in your face. Your ears, I guess it would be not face so much. Um, <laughs> this time on the pod, we're gonna be talking about geeky BFF. Who would be your geeky best friend, best friend forever in all of the geek universe? So that expands through everything. I mean, comics, books, movies, television, video games, basically anything that you can think of um, where there's characters. And the thing with it being like geeky BFF, they don't necessarily have to be a geek. Um, it could just be someone who's on a sci-fi show, someone who's on a fantasy thing, basically anything that's in the geek realm. Um, I'm not saying that the character has to be a geek. The movie doesn't even, or show or book game, whatever they're from, doesn't even have to be geek related. But I mean, it's kind of along that lines, right? Because it's a little geek loss podcast, and I'm all about the geeks. So that's kind of where I was going with that. Um, I'd asked a bunch of people, some people that had submitted um, pods before, or clips from my pods before, um, and a few other new ones to send in their clips. So we're going to be hearing those throughout the pod um, as I kind of go through and figure out who mine would be, because I'm still actually at the point of recording this pod undecided. Um, I kind of have a list of some ones that I've been thinking over the last few days and kind of going back and forth in my head trying to figure out what kind of criteria I would use. I mean, what kind of criteria would you use to pick your geeky BFF? Would it be someone that you want to be able to hang out with that would be fun and you can get into trouble with? Um, would it be someone that you know is loyal and would have your back? Um, someone that maybe could defend you, stand up for you, be like your bodyguard type geeky BFF? Would it be someone who is like you? Um, you know, has the same kind of personality and you like the same kind of thing so you could hang out and read comic books or listen to music together. What kind of stuff would you use for criteria? If I had to pick one BFF from any work of fiction, be it anime, books, TVs, movies, I would pick Tenchi Muyo from the anime Tenchi Muyo and Tenchi Universe and Tenchi Goes to Tokyo. Uh, the reason I would pick Tenchi is probably because we're both young guys who uh, are a little weirded out by women and what's going on in the world. But I think it'd be kind of be awesome to have a space pirate and uh, royalty and p- space police kind of all after us because we're so dang nice. So like I said, I was kind of going back and forth about mine. Um, I did make a list of sorts to kind of go through them all, figure out who I would pick, brainstorm. That's kind of what I do. I make lists. I write things down. Usually I have pen and paper still because I am old school. I mean, I'm not old, old, old. <laughs> But I do remember a time before there was the internet, children. <laughs> um, first one on my list, I gotta say, Harley Quinn, my girl. As much as I'd love to have Harley Quinn as my BFF, and I totally think we would kill it together, I mean, we would just wreck shit. Um, I have a lot of Harley in me, and it's kind of a cross between my husband and society that keeps it on the inside and stops me from burning down the world, essentially. Um, I like to tell my husband that he's basically my wet blanket because he stops me from burning down the world. 
But Harley, I mean, I have a lot of her personality, her craziness in me. And I think having her for a BFF would allow that to come out. It might not be the best thing for the world, though, unfortunately. Because, like I said, we probably would wreck shit, um, blow shit up, bomb stuff, you know, go kind of crazy, basically. And that only lasts so long, right? Because, I mean, you go crazy and eventually you gotta come down from that, right? So, I mean, she kind of has her job, her day job as a psychiatrist, but not really so much anymore. And I have my day job as an IT superhero <laughs> in my own right. But, I mean, it's one of those things where it would be awesome for a short time, but I don't think it would be something that could last because you can't mean maintain that level of intensity with someone for that long. Hi, this is Ez from Geekocracy's Literally Geeky Book Club, which is literally a geeky book club. Um, my geek, do I have to say BFF? My geek BFF would be the writer of the Bad Astronomy blog, Phil Platt. He's interesting, he's curious, he's passionate about his subject, he'd be so interesting to talk to. Um, I know he's got a great meteor collection, which is always a plus, and I bet he'd give really nice astronomy pictures as birthday gifts. And the um, scale of my affection is utterly determined by birthday presents. So, Phil Platt, my best friend forever! So going down my list, um, the next one I was thinking of and kind of spitballing with my friend the other day was um, Amy Farrah Fowler from Big Bang Theory. And I know a lot of people don't necessarily watch Big Bang Theory or they kind of like, you know, don't feel that it's a, a great portrayal of geeks in the mainstream media. I like the show. I like it for what it is. I mean, it's funny. It's a great show to just kind of throw on and watch and something you don't really have to think about. And I do like it. I like the character. So... Fuck you. <laughs> but I would pick Amy Farrah Fowler. I mean, my ambiolic, huge fan of Blossom growing up. Totally used to watch it all the time as a kid. And to see her be on um, Big Bang Theory, I mean, she totally fits. Totally perfect for Sheldon. She's kind of repressed and, you know, she always tells her sad stories of growing up and being alone and only child. And I was an only child growing up. I mean, I did have a few close friends. But I can relate to a lot of stuff that she went through um, as a child and growing up. And I think that, you know, that's something that we could talk about together and kind of like go through and, you know, find things to do and try things that, you know, she probably hasn't tried and just kind of hang out together. Um, I don't, that's another one, though. I don't know if I'd be able to maintain it for very long. I mean, she is, you know, a full on scientist, kind of gets up in the guts of brains. I don't know if that's something I could handle. I mean, I'm not squeamish to say the least, but I don't know if I could kind of handle that. Um, and I think that, you know, she's kind of a little bit more repressed than I'd be able to handle because she'd probably, you know, if you let her loose and do the same kind of thing Harley were, you basically just let her loose and has to, like, burn herself out kind of thing. If I had to choose a uh, geeky best friend from mainstream geek culture, I would probably choose the 10th Doctor. And the reason why I choose him is I demand a lot of loyalty out of my best friends. I, I basically am an incredibly loyal human being, and I expect that back from someone who wants to be a best friend of mine. Uh, also someone who has a lust for life, someone who has a thirst for knowledge, as well as somebody who's not afraid to be vulnerable. And out of all the doctors I've seen, I believe David Tennant played it uh, that way the best. So, yep, my uh, geeky best friend forever would be the 10th Doctor. And then going down my list, I mean, I've got, you know, a real-life person on there, um, Felicia Day. 
And if you don't know who Felicia Day is, basically go look her up. <laughs> She's a huge, amazing geek goddess. Um, doing wonders, wonderful stuff for geeks. She was on the show um, The Guild, which was a web series, and actually online on um, on well, websites on YouTube, and now you can find it on Hulu and Netflix and everything. I don't know if it's on actually Hulu. But, I mean, it was about people playing basically an MMORPG um, like WoW, and I was playing WoW at the time that I found it and started watching it, so I totally fit and related to it. Started this huge geek empire called Geek and Sundry um, Forum, website full of, you know, geek um, web series on YouTube, and a whole bunch of people doing different vlogs. There's actual, like, series, and then there's the ones who just do vlogs on, like, crafting or geeky things or making drinks. Um, she was on Eureka, she was on Supernatural, um, she was in the movie Rock Jocks, just a whole bunch of stuff, and I just find her amazing, and the way she's running this whole geek empire is definitely something that I would aspire to. Again, you know, I don't know if it's something that, because she is so busy and kind of running her empire and everything, I mean, being a geeky BFF, she probably doesn't really have time to do a lot of things like that and hang out in reality. Um, I mean, as much as I would love to hang out with her and do that kind of stuff, I don't really know, you know, like I said, if she has time. So it's kind of like another thing that I was trying to figure out on my list, like, is time a component in picking a geeky BFF, someone who may not be that busy? Um, that's just, you know, going on the list of criteria. I don't really have a list of criteria. I probably should have wrote one up. Well, I just kind of throw some people together in a notepad file that I'm looking at as I record this pod. Because that's how I do things. I like to kind of fly by the seat of my pants while I record these pods. <laughs> I mean, there's really not a whole lot of editing and using. I don't really have a lot of planning. I just kind of sit here and talk, basically, into a microphone for as long as I decide that I should talk for. Hello, Cyanide, and all your little geek lost listeners out there. It's me, Jack Chambers, returning from the ridiculously long and rambling British podcast that you did a little while ago. Um, I'm here to talk about who I want to be my geeky BFF. And I know a lot of people are going to say fictional characters, but I'm going to totally cheat and say I want to be best pals with Will Wheaton because he is just the best. And he is king of the nerds. Amazing. He reads amazing audiobooks. He writes great books. He hosts tabletop like, he's just a cool dude. He's got awesome tattoos. He was fucking Wesley Crusher. He, he's literally on Star Trek and is a huge Star Trek nerd. And does a load of good things. Shows up on Eureka and little, the Big Bang Theory. And all these TV shows. He's a genuinely good actor. He's a funny guy. He's just awesome. And I want to hang out with Will Wheaton. I hope to meet Will Wheaton one day at a con or something like that. And just become best friends with him. But yeah. My answer for Geeky BFF, totally going to be Will Wheaton. Keep up the awesome work with the podcast, and I'm already looking forward to coming back on again. So going back to my list and going down, I mean, another one that I picked, which I think is a really good one, um, it was Allison from the Breakfast Club. One of my favorite movies ever. Um, again, if you haven't seen it, I mean, what do you mean you haven't seen The Breakfast Club, essentially, right? <laughs> but she's kind of like, she's not really a geek, but she's kind of like an outsider loner. Um, it's kind of like, you know, off to herself in the back, kind of this weirdo and trying to give people a different persona of who she is and just kind of 
You don't want to stuff her attention, and she's the only one who basically said, like, she had nothing better to do, so she needed attention on a Saturday to hang out with strangers. I mean, I could see a lot of myself in that, too, in high school. I tried being goth for a bit, but it was... Goth is a lot of work. Like, you don't understand. Having to get up and wear only black clothes, like, ultimately, yeah, 90% of my t-shirts probably are black. But, I mean, sitting there and trying to put on the friggin' black eyeliner every day. That's a lot of work, and I'm just not that high maintenance where I want to sit there and spend all that much time on my makeup every day, especially when I was in high school. I mean, I listened to a lot of music. I was a huge Cure fan, but just couldn't really do it. Um, I didn't really have, like, if you go through high school and how there's a groups, like there's jocks and there's like, you know, the hardcore nerds and the cheerleaders and the weirdos and the burnouts and everything. I wasn't really in one of those groups. I mean, I had a few close friends, but that was it. I mean, I wasn't really stereotypical anything in high school. I think I was just kind of one of those just regular random kids who had their few friends and kind of blended in with everyone else. I didn't really stand out. Um, got Kind of got bullied, picked on, but not to the extent where it was anything like where they'd make a TV movie on it or anything like that. Um, but, I mean, that's where I kind of relate to her, too, because, I mean, I could have seen myself in that. She had a giant bag with all her shit in it. I carried around a bag with just a ton of stuff. I still do. I carry this huge bag to work with just so much junk in it. Um, if you go to the Think Geek website, it's actually the bag of holding, and that's the bag I bring to work with me every day. And I don't even have a laptop in it, and it probably weighs 10 pounds just because it's full of stuff. Um, I mean, I could see just myself and her that way. Um, so that's why I have her on my list. But again, it's so hard for me to nail down someone ultimately that I think would be my geeky BFF. Really hard decision I'm finding. Hi, this is Nicole from PureGeekery.net. My geeky BFF would be Chief from Battlestar Galactica because who wouldn't want a friend who's that loyal and dedicated? So then going back to my list, um, the next one I have on there is Moth from the IT Crowd. Um, and it's, again, I'm going through these things. If you haven't watched them, please go ahead and Google them, look them up. I mean, IT Crowd, even if you're not really into computers, is definitely one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. It's right in there, you know, in my top ten, even top five probably British shows I've watched. Definitely geek shows. I mean, Moth is a computer nerd. It's definitely something that's geeky related. They're an IT department. But I think I'd pick him over Roy just because he seems more socially awkward. Um, I'm not really going to say anti-social, but I think socially awkward and just doesn't really understand social things that well. But he's kind of like hilarious and funny in that way. And I think that, you know, I'd be able to be one of those people that could break him out of his shell and kind of, you know, go out and have some fun and party and everything. And it seems like a, really, like a pretty loyal friend and it'd be definitely, you know, interesting and we could talk nerdy geek computer things and complain about the stupid people that we have to deal with in a help desk on a daily basis because believe me you do deal with a lot of stupid people in help desk. I mean the biggest thing with the show IT crowd where they say you know have you tried turning it off and on again? I literally say that like several times a week. I mean I could probably start doing a tally of how many times I've had to say that at work. Tell people you know we do like a, a lunch and learn where you get people together and you feed them food, basically, and trick them into watching a PowerPoint on stuff. Um, I've done that twice now, each year that I've been at my job. And one of the first things I say is, before you call help desk, try turning it off and on again. Try reconnecting. You know, it fixes a good deal of problems, and it helps troubleshooting. Still, people don't do it. 
best one I ever had was a chick who wasn't putting in her whole password. Couldn't figure out why she couldn't log on. I wasn't putting on the last part of her password. And I asked her, are you putting the whole thing in? No. Maybe that's why you can't log in. You, you kind of have to put your whole password in. You don't go up to your house and turn your key a part of the way and expect to get in the door. You have to turn it all the way. So I don't know why you wouldn't put a whole password in. Um, just weird stuff like that. So I think that I could definitely relate to Moss um, from IT crowd and, you know, be one of those things where we kind of hang out and get along. Although I think he might be intimidated with me being a girl because he seems like he's that type of person. My geek BFF would be Garrus from the Mass Effect series because he's basically space Batman. And also he's incredibly fun to be around. We'd go out and we'd uh, shoot bottles off of roofs and drink too much ale and, and, and terrorize the town and whatnot. So coming down to the bottom of my list, I think that the last one I have is probably who I'm going to end up picking to be my geeky BFF. And it's kind of someone that's random that I thought of last minute, um, well, like right, literally right before I started recording this podcast, as I was kind of going through the list of people, I was like, you know what? This is one of my favorite characters, kind of more obscure unless you know her, but we basically have the same personality. And that is going to be Lenore from the Lenore comics. Now, again, look it up if you, if you don't know what I'm talking about. She's amazing. She's a dead girl. Um, basically lives with like weird puppets and dead animals and a taxidermy guy um, and ragamuffin. Just weird creatures. But her personality is just sarcastic and bizarre and essentially me if I was in a comic form. And I've had people even like who can attest to this that it would be me. Um, one of my favorite ones is where she's just standing there. And her friend comes up and he's like, oh, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm listening for the sound of the twang. And he's like, what? And before he could finish the sentence, she smacks him in the head with a frying pan and it goes twang. I mean, stuff like that I just find hilarious. And it, it literally is me. I mean, the way I pick on my best friend. Kind of the way Lenore picks on her friends. Um, and even the name Lenore, like, we used to have, <laughs> as I called it in time, anarchy. And kind of made up names. Um, she was Valerie because it was this whole inside joke thing. And I ended up picking Lenore, and that was mainly from being a huge Edgar Allan Poe fan. But I think that that's probably where it comes from, with Roman Dirge writing Lenore comics, because, I mean, not many people are named Lenore. <laughs> it kind of usually relates back to Edgar Allan Poe. Um, and she's a pretty cool um, chick, just kind of weird, bizarre, wearing her little black dress, and I could just definitely relate to her a lot. I love her comics. Um, they don't really come out on any kind of set schedule, so it's always like one of those things where when we go in the comic store every Saturday, I'm always looking to see if there's a new Lenore comic in, because there might be, and I never know when they're going to come out, it's kind of just like whenever he writes them. Um, but yeah, like huge Lenore fan, and I think that I would pick her, I think she would have to be my geeky BFF. I think that my geek BFF would probably have to be Kyle Rayner, who was Green Lantern for a period of time, uh, back when I was much younger and I had really started to get into comic book reading. I had started reading Green Lantern when uh, Kyle Rayner had just taken the mantle, as it were, from Hal Jordan. And I really grew up learning about Green Lantern with Kyle Rayner being in the role. 
Uh, Kyle was a very creative, imaginative individual, and he used his ring in uh, very different ways than how Hal Jordan had used it. Uh, and he also, pretty much for a good period of time, had no weakness or anything. So there's just something about that version of the the Green Lantern character that really had me uh, kind of geeked out and excited about the comic. And Kyle also seemed like kind of a a very normal, everyman, down-to-earth kind of guy. And uh, he he just had a, an attitude and a personality that I could kind of you know, get along with. So yeah, I think Kyle Rayner would be uh, my geek BFF if such a thing existed. I'm Susie from Word of the Nerd, and after a long hard think, I've decided that Booger from Tango would be my ultimate comic best friend. He would definitely be my brother from another mother. I love the guy in a purely platonic way. I do not have a fetish for kangaroos. He's funny, loyal, and knows how to cook and make a cup of tea. And to a British woman like me, that skill is hard to find and terribly important. Not only that, Booger has the best girlfriend, and I would happily help her torment him for the rest of his life. He is a mutated kangaroo with flaws, and I like my friends with flaws. Flaws is what make friends so damn special. I think Sam Winchester from Supernatural would be my geek BFF because... I feel like I would make a lot of the same decisions that he makes throughout the show, and I feel like through some interest that he expresses in the show, I feel like we have some common ones, and he's pretty in tune with his emotions, and he's more sensitive than his brother, and he's tall and muscular too, which I'm sure could help in plenty of situations, mostly just looking at them, but I mean, like, that sounds like I'm wanting him romantically, which, you know... I would not be opposed to either. So that's kind of part of the podcast. The part of the podcast is uh, EQBFS. Um, I do have some other stuff coming up for plans for other podcasts, so I'm going to kind of mention those now. Um, some new little segments are going to be, we're going to be, like there's more than one person here, it's me. Some new little segments that I'm, I'm going to be putting in. <laughs> some new little segments that I'm going to be putting in. Basically, um, clips from other people. I'm going to try and get a song um, for more indie artists to play on each pod. It's kind of one of those things I wanted to do. Um, not going to have one this pod, unfortunately, because it's just kind of thrown together now. And it's one of those things where I just I want to edit it and have it done. Edit it. I edited it. That's such like a weird sentence to say. I edited it. <laughs> um, so I wanted to kind of try and have more... A song on each one, even if it's just, you know, one song. Not necessarily, like, full-on music episodes like I had before, but just throw a song on the end of the pod by an indie artist, give them some exposure. Um, I am finding a lot of cool ones online and just kind of help them out and share my music tapes, and then maybe someone else can find them and like theirs. Then I will get more people telling me about their music so we can share music around. <laughs> um, and like I said, yeah, I'm going to have some other clips, got some conversations lined up with some more people some more interviews coming up um just lots just trying to get more ahead on these pods and kind of work work on them more so there's more of them um they're not going to be as long as the last epic qk one that was two hours long <laughs> but you know just kind of more conversations with people more interviews um more fun stuff so if anyone has any ideas for pods or wants to be on one I mean, the interviews don't even have to be really interviews. As you heard with Jack, it was more just conversation. Um, and with Daniel Wallace before him, just 
conversations with people. I like talking. I like talking to random people randomly, as my other tagline is. So if you want to be on a pod, hit me up anytime. I'll accept clips. I will accept conversations. Basically, if you want to talk to me, let me know. You can find me anywhere. The other thing was I had asked for Q&A questions, I think because it was late Saturday night that people were busy or they're just ignoring me today. But I only had one question, and it was from Daniel Wallace, who was on my other pod. And basically it was, if you could travel anywhere, where would you want to travel? I think that anyone who knows me or is listening to any of my pods would be able to guess that one. And they would say that it would be Scotland. But I'm going to say, no, I'm going to pick a different place. (laughs) Just because that's too obvious, and we're not going with the obvious answers tonight. So, if I could travel anywhere in the world, I would pick probably New York. Um, I've never been to New York. It's one of those places I've always wanted to go. Um, Last year I got to go to California and see the ocean, which was just amazing. Um, My husband and I went to Anaheim for BlizzCon. But... I'd have to say the next one on my list would be New York. I mean, it's on the same continent. It's a lot closer than California to where I live, um, so it's easy to get to. But I think with New York, too, it's more to go there and see everything that you've seen on TV. I mean, you go to Central Park because you've seen it on TV, and the Statue of Liberty, and Staten Island, and, you know, just all the main things you've seen, the Empire State Building, all of that, just to kind of it all and be like oh this is on tv let's just see the huge skyscrapers i mean when we were in california we were in anaheim we took a tour of la and it was funny to me that downtown la where all the skyscrapers are is so small it's like a couple blocks it's just a little tiny area and it's not like you see on tv where they make it to be this huge area and they all seem to be banks which i found really weird um that were all the main skyscrapers but I think with New York, it'd be just kind of cool to be walking down the street to these huge buildings. Because where I live, it's only 100,000 people. I mean, it's not as big as, like, Toronto or Montreal or Vancouver or anything. But really, we really don't have skyscrapers. I think the highest building here is maybe 10 floors. There might be an apartment building that's 20 or something. Um, but we don't really have skyscrapers or high buildings, so I just think it'd be kind of cool. And like I said, just to see all the stuff that you see on TV, to see New York. So, that's the place that I would pick. I wouldn't pick Scotland for this podcast because, like I said, that's too obvious. (laughs) So we're probably going to cut this one short. I mean, I can only ramble for so long, right? (laughs) I don't have uh, the the rambling skills of Jack Chambers yet, unfortunately. But yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, Little Geeks Lost, Friendly Neighborhood Canadians. That's just fun to say. It makes me feel like a superhero. We're Friendly Neighborhood Canadians. Not quite Spider-Man. I'm just a Canadian spreading niceness around the internet. That's my superpower. I'm awesome. Spreading niceness. I'm nice Canadian. <laughs> Unless you cross me, then I'm not so nice. <laughs> you haven't met my evil side yet. My alter ego, I guess. That would be. So is that basically like if my alter ego is my evil side and my friendly neighborhood Canadians is my everyday? Unfortunately, that would make me like Superman because Clark Kent is Superman's alter ego. And his every day is Superman because that's who he is because he's a Kryptonian alien. No, I don't really like Superman. There's a revelation for you. I'm not a fan of Superman. I find him arrogant. <laughs> and I don't watch Game of Thrones. I haven't watched any of those. I watched an episode for about two minutes and found it super boring while they were riding on horseback. 
And I haven't watched Doctor Who since it was any of the ones from the 60s. And I've never actually really played d and I've just kind of half-assedly played games. So, yeah, there's, uh, there's my geek cred for you. Down a little level, I guess. <laughs> but we're the hardcore World of Warcraft player taking a break now till the new expansion comes out in the falls. Been hardcore player for the last several years, so I think that kind of trumps everything else because in levels of geekiness, wow, it's definitely up there. I mean, basically under one step, LARPing and LARPing have to be at the top of nerdiness. If you listen to the UK podcast, you know what we're talking about. So as always, you can follow me on Twitter, um, Cyanide with two N's, the extra N is for extra awesome, uh, website littlegeeklost.com, but that's probably how you found this podcast, I mean, unless you're on iTunes, um, which again, you can subscribe to me on iTunes, Little Geek Lost, just search Little Geek Lost, find me around on the internet, um, maybe send you stickers, I sent out a batch of stickers, so if I have sent you stickers and you haven't posted photos of them, same on you, because even if you don't stick them on stuff, you can still take photos with them. I'd like to see where they made it out in the world. And if you would like stickers, message me on Twitter or, you know, on Facebook. Send me an email, littlegeeklost at gmail.com, and I may just send a sticker their way. Um, so yeah, hope you enjoyed this podcast. Geeky BFF, who would your geeky BFF be? I mean, you could always hit me up on Twitter and let me know. And I will be coming back to you in your ears very soon. <laughs>